Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, welcome back. This is the third episode in our dreaming series, and I'm so excited to dive into this question today on how do I dream again? And I've gotten this question before, how do I dream again? I'm feeling stuck. I I don't know how to dream. Maybe you've had some trauma and you feel like your trauma or your circumstances are too great to truly have hope and dreams for your future. Maybe you've been a little trepidatious about dreaming as a Christian. Like, am I even supposed to dream as a Christian? And I actually jumped into that question in episode one of the dreaming series. And so I really dived into the concept of dreaming, but the the short notes of that is, yes, you are totally allowed to dream with God because you've been created in the image of God, which means you were given divine imagination within you. You have divine creativity. And I truly believe that God deposits dreams in his children. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will reveal, he will give you the desires of your heart. He will reveal those desires and dreams out of your heart. And so it is in God, in delighting in him, that many dreams are revealed. But here's the thing some people have really bad dreams, you know, like I'm not talking about night, night dreams. I'm talking about dreams for your life or, you know, there are evil plots. There are schemes. There are people that want to go bombs, you know, an airplane. There are people that want to do really horrible things. And that's because, because of this amazing brain that we have, we have the power to dream up really negative things and we can dream up really positive and godly dreams. We can, we have the power because we have free will. And we have to choose to dream godly dreams. We have to focus on what is pure, what is good, what is kindness, dreams that really bear fruit for the kingdom of God. Some dreams are born out of sin, out of a toxic heart, out of fleshly desires. Um, If you are really toxic in your heart, you're going to have toxic dreams. If you're scared, you're going to have scared dreams. If you are being selfish, you're going to have selfish dreams. That is a possibility. So that's why it's so crucial to have health in your soul, in your spirit, in your physical body, have health and wholeness overall so that you can have healthy dreams. I do believe that God dreams are born from God and he is the dream giver. He gives us dreams that are out of our comfort zone that are bigger than our we believe we can even do they're they're exceedingly and abundantly scarier than we feel like we're even capable of doing um and sometimes it's it's bigger than it's it's often these god dreams are bigger than you they are typically designed to bear eternal fruit but sometimes god dreams aren't that obvious i want to tell you a story about my friend sean Sean is an amazing man of God, and he uh, he's from Tennessee, 
And he was doing all sorts of amazing mission work in the field, like going out and proclaiming the name of Jesus and helping people break out of the bondage of sin. And like, he, he's just a faithful man of God, incredible guy, brilliant guy. He was working actually with, um, Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore for one of their, their organization that was fighting against, um, child pornography. And he was building this technology that actually helped find predators online and like, you know, find their IP address and serve them these messages and just amazing stuff. He's an awesome dude. I met him in New York and God, he told me one time that God gave him the dream and like the, really the call to step into advertising. And Sean's like, what? God, why would you want me to go into advertising? Like, I want to work for your kingdom. Like advertising, think Mad Men, think lots of booze, think like, you know, shysty deal agreements. Like, you know, advertising is typically you're advertising something people don't even need. You're perpetuating consumerism and, and coveting and lusting and things you don't need. And mind you, I worked in advertising for six years and I worked at his company for three years. And, um, and that's really at his company was where I found the people that helped me start Horatio printing. So it all worked together for good. But here's the thing, Sean had a clear calling and it didn't make sense. It did not make sense. Uh, and sometimes God's dreams, I'm just saying they won't make sense. It won't be like, okay, well, it just all aligns. I can totally under see the whole picture of my life. Like that's not always how God dreams work. It's often you get the next step. Okay. So anyways, Sean ended up going into advertising. He started this amazing company. It grew and grew and grew and grew. And now it's ridiculously successful. And not only that, it is through that company that I met so many amazing believers and I was able to birth this business. It would not have come to fruition without Sean being faithful to his advertising call, which was to him not an obvious connection to bearing eternal fruit. But here he is. He was a piece in you being here listening to this podcast. It's all just crazy how it's connected. So let me backtrack for how God dreams came about for me. And maybe this will help you as you start to dream again. Truly, when I started having dreams from God, it was when I started connecting with my artist and soul and understanding the concept that I am created in the image of God and that my life and my time on earth is a gift. And it's also my responsibility to steward that gift. And it's the same for you. Uh, Erwin McManus talks in his book, The Artisan Soul, how we are supposed to own our craft. You know, if you think about an artisan and a painter or a, a, a wood carver, like that is, picture them doing that thing. Picture them painting or carving a piece of wood. At that moment, they're owning their craft. They're, they're doing it. And as Christians, we are called to own our craft, which our craft is our life. The most important work of art we can ever create is our life and doing something meaningful with it for the kingdom. One of the core dreams we have in our life is to be whole, to be healthy spiritually in your relationships, in your professional life, mentally healthy, to be physically healthy, to be healthy and with integrity in the professional life that you've chosen, to have health and integrity in your motherhood, in your home. And so when I was reading his book, your craft really is your life and your time. And so we have to be so intentional 
with the way we spend it and the where we put our focus and our energy. And when I talk about how to dream again, I want to share with you the places where dreams disappear. Because here's the thing, I think as children, we're naturally dreamers, you know, like, I want to be an astronaut or, you know, I want to be a scuba diver. I didn't want to do either of those things, but you know what I mean? Like we, we naturally dream um, and we have this natural hope as children. And one of the places that dreams disappear is in hopelessness. Hopelessness is a place where dreams disappear. Typically, we'll start to lose hope as we focus on our negative circumstances. We have hopelessness when we limit who God is. We have hopelessness when we don't trust God's goodness, his faithfulness, his kindness, his strength, his ability to be above every circumstance. We have hopelessness when we don't trust our ability to show up and do the work. Maybe in the past, you've really let yourself down. Like you've failed at showing up for yourself. Like maybe you had a goal of eating healthy or going to the gym and you you never went and you never did it. So you don't trust yourself. So you have hopelessness in your ability to change. And that's a space where dreams can die in that hopelessness. And oftentimes hopelessness is born because our hope is in the wrong thing. Our hope is misplaced. Our hope needs to be in the Lord. And then we also have to take responsibility for our life. The next place that dreams really disappear, this is going to be obvious, it's distraction. Distraction. Our dreams disappear when our life is full of distractions. A distraction like social media, your TikTok rabbit holes, the YouTube rabbit holes, looking at all the comments, the comment section of anything, Facebook, whatever. Dreams disappear when you are doing things that are not urgent and not important. Those distractions in our life, how can you have space and time to pursue your dreams or to even have a dream if we are filling up the voids and the pauses in life with distraction? It's a, so for me, social media, it's a digital pacifier. It is keeping me content. It is um, giving me literal doses of hormones in my body to just numb out and to look at social media. And so if we want to dream again, we have to have boundaries over our distractions. Number one, what are they? Number two, what's the new boundary going to be? You have to draw the line in the sand because your dreams are a blessing. You're And the people in your life are a blessing. Your children are a blessing. Your spouse is a blessing. The people, what are your blessings? Maybe you're not married. Maybe you don't have kids. But what are your blessings? Well, you need boundaries to protect those blessings. And so we have to have a boundary over our distraction. My big boundary is no social media on the weekends. I'm working up towards more often than that. But unless it's a launch weekend, I like to just delete the app off my phone. That's the only way because I can't just give myself the screen time limitation. (laughs) It doesn't work anymore. So dreams disappear in distraction. Maybe that's plaguing you. Maybe that's a place where your dreams have disappeared because you're so busy looking at everyone else's life and having comparison and seeing other people, you know, fulfill their dreams or at least pretend to fulfill their dreams in their highlight reel. 
Another place that dreams disappear is in numbing out. When we deal with life and we just numb out, maybe that's drinking in excess or it's an addiction. Sometimes we think that if we're going to do a dream, we have to play the role of this tormented artist. Like, oh, well, if I'm going to be a business owner or a painter or whatever, I'm going to be this tormented artist uh, and my, my genius or my creativity torments me. You can pursue your dreams and pursue health in all areas of your life. It is a myth that you have to be so burnt out and struggling and pursue a big God-sized dream. Because that's not what you were called to do. You were called to pursue your dreams, but foundationally, you are called to pursue wholeness, spiritually, physically, mentally, in your finances, professionally, in your relationships. You need wholeness so you can be healthy, so your dreams can be healthy and God-centered. Another place that our dreams disappear is the urgency of life. The urgency of life. We are seduced by the urgent because the urgent things make us feel so important. The ping, ping, ping and the inbox, the Voxer, the emails. We have to have a boundary on the urgent so we can spend time working on the important. And that's that. The urgency of life. If we are seduced by the urgency of life, you will have more stress in your life, period. The more you focus on spending your time on the urgency and living this reactive lifestyle, you will have increased stress, period. The last place that I think dreams disappear, there's probably a hundred more, is limiting God. If you do not have a clear picture of who God is and trust him and his ability to do good and that he has good things for you and that he is madly in love with you, if you don't have that buried in your heart, You are going to limit God's place and his calling on your life, his ability to work in and through you. When we limit God, we limit our dreams. When you numb out in life, you're numbing out on your dreams. When you are addicted to urgency, you are missing out on your dreams. When you are doing distraction, you're not doing your dreams. (laughs) It's just they all go hand in hand. So All that to say, how do I dream again? Let's get to that question because that's originally what we were here for. All right, step one of how do I dream again? Number one, you have to believe, yes, God wants you to dream. Not only does he want you to dream, he wants you to do. Okay, he wants you to be a dreamer and a doer. He wants you to be a dreamer and a doer. He wants to partner with you, to co-labor with you. He wants you to dream and he wants you to do. And to do that, we need to stay close to God. We need to invest time with him. Number two, how do I dream again? You have to know that no, God is not afraid of your limitations and your inadequacies. He's not afraid of your inadequacies. He's not afraid of your limitations. If anything, it's just a challenge. He will be glorified more through your limitations, through your inadequacies, if you stay humble in heart and open to letting God use you. My next and last episode in this four-part dream series is going to be, am I qualified to pursue my dreams? Is it okay to invest in myself as a Christian? Is it okay to um, have self-care time and and have time for myself? We're going to go through all those questions. So I'll be talking more about um, qualification and inadequacies in the next episode. So I'm going to jump over that now and head over to number three. How do I dream again? Number three, 
you have to focus on the foundational dream. The foundational dream of your life is the dream of you, aka wholeness. And I've said this before, healthy you, healthy dreams. Healthy you, healthy dreams. Toxic you, toxic dreams. We have to have health spiritually in our spiritual life, in our relationships, in our finances, integrity in our professional life, integrity in our motherhood, um, you know, health in our home, health in our physical body. It affects everything. And it's from this place of wholeness you can pour out to others. You can be the light of the world. You can share the good news of Jesus Christ and also be the good news of Jesus Christ. Not just share it, but like your life reflects it. Your life is the good news because people are like, wow, what she's got? She's got all this fruit of the spirit. She's got joy. She's got peace. She's kindness. She's gentle. She's sweet. She's grace-filled. Wow. What's that about? Well, if we are not pursuing a wholeness and our physical life is crap, we're sleeping three hours a night, we're eating junk food, feeling like garbage, toxifying our body, our relationships are super unhealthy, we're snappy, we're, all of it fits together. Physical life, poor physical life equals poor relationships. You know, like if we are feeling bad, we're going to like snap at people. If we are broken and hurt and unhealthy, we are going to treat people with through our brokenness, through our hurt, through our pain, through our anger, through our selfishness, it's all connected. And that's why the core foundational dream is a dream of you. It's not selfish at all. And if you want help creating a personal growth plan, you can actually go back and listen to episode three. Um, That is using our old growth plan method. I have a new one coming out in our 2022 dream planner, but that episode also comes with a free PDF. So if you're like, I got to get started now, I got to do this Now, go listen to episode three. You'll love it. And then number four of how do I dream again? So number three was focus on the dream of you. Number four is to create your dream bucket list. And I want you to go back and listen to episode two where I walk you through creating a bucket list. It's amazing. You'll sit down. I'll ask you all sorts of questions and you can sit there, soak in time and really dream big with God. Now, number five, number five, you actually have to carve out time to dream. You have to take the time. If we are living in those disappearing places where we, our dreams disappear, you are not going to be able to dream again. We have to carve out time. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So when we delight ourselves in, in the Lord, he's actually revealing our dreams and desires that are from him. So I recommend for that, for that carving out time, do a worship walk, get out in nature, listen to worship music and go take a walk, move your body. Make sure you're getting to church, you're doing corporate worship, you're spending time with the Lord. You have to plug into him so he can heal you and pour in the godly dreams. And once you get that download from God, be faithful with the work you have been given. And also get around people who, like if you get a dream to be a foster parent, get around a foster parent. I have an episode recently with Rachel King. She's a foster parent. She gives advice on how to pursue that dream. If your dream is to write a book, listen to my episode with Kelsey Chapman where she talks about her process of writing a book. 
And if you're like, I need help and support to really work through this because I know I'm struggling to dream again. I know I am not whole. I am feeling very broken. There's things I don't even know what's wrong, but there's something wrong with my past or maybe there's something going on and you really need help and support in this take the dream crafting course it is in this course that we work on breaking chains and strongholds fear of failure fear of judgment limiting belief it's really about doing the soul work so that you can dream healthy dreams that are from god now if you are struggling with trauma like let's say you have gone through some childhood trauma or recent trauma and you're like, I don't know how to dream. I'm, I, I have gone through some really terrible things and I'm struggling for hope. I'm struggling to dream. My words for you are just to make sure you are taking time to process it, to give it to God and to not go alone. You probably need to find a therapist, a counselor, um, a, a spiritual director. That's how I've processed through my trauma is through my spiritual director, Amy Brady. I'll put a link to Amy in the show notes. She's amazing. But I highly recommend that because you're not, we're not called to carry these things alone um, or to store them up and bury them. The enemy would love it if you just say, you know what? I'm just never dreaming again. You know what? Like, psh, forget it. Like, psh, no way. There's, I just, I don't have time for it. It's just for other people. I'm not a dreamer. Like the enemy would love for you to do that. But friends, I want to remind you, you are called to bear light. You are called to bear fruit. You are called to be the salt of the earth. You are called to share and to be the good news. And that means taking care of you, pursuing wholeness, and then pursuing your big dreams and being intentional with the life and the gift of life that you've been given. So I just want to encourage you with that because you have a calling on your life and I'm not going to let you forget it. I'm not going to let you sleep on it. That's what I'm here for. I want to champion you to follow your dreams because we're going to have a lot of naysayers. Sometimes they're external. Sometimes they're in our own head telling us, who are you to do that? And I, I have those same voices in my head, friend. We all do. So I'm here for you, praying for you. Let's just pray right now. Father God, thank you so much for the, the brain you gave us, for the gift of life that you gave us, for the time that you've given us, God. We are so thankful for your grace and your mercy and for our eternal salvation, God. We just ask for a renewed, fresh spirit, the joy of our salvation and our spirit to be renewed and to be just filled with your joy. God, we are sitting in a space struggling to dream again. And Lord, we want to dream with you. We want to dream healthy dreams. We want to dream dreams that are for your kingdom and to bear the fruit that you have called us to bear, God. And we know there are things in our garden that we need to weed out. There are strongholds that we need to break. Um, and there is true work to be done in our soul, God. And we ask for your support. We ask for your protection, hedge of protection as we, as we go through this journey together, God. We just thank you so much. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I hope this episode has blessed you in some way. And if it has, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick five-second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I read each and every review and it lights me up to see how this podcast is helping you. You can also share a screenshot of this episode on your social media. Tag Horatio Printing and Polly Payne and I will reshare you. I'm so excited to connect with you on a deeper level. Now, before you go, I want to make sure that you know 
you are invited to join the Horatio Printing Academy and take our course, the Dream Crafting Course. I wanna help you step into wholeness to dream big in confidence with God. And if you sign up on May 14th or any day after, make sure you're one of the first 50 students to sign up, use the code first 50 to get $50 off plus a free gift in the mail and you'll get tons of other bonuses and goodies. You can sign up at thedreamerinyou.com. So go there to learn more. You could also jump into the show notes and grab the link there as well. I cannot wait to welcome you inside of the dreamer circle. Have a beautiful day and I truly believe the best is yet to come.